Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there and welcome to the School of Sellers podcast. I am your host, Erin Waters. And today, my friends, I am so excited to share another seller success story. Today, I have the privilege of sitting down with Rachel Davis, who is the creator behind Bright Futures Counseling. And I think you are going to love hearing about her adventures and life on the road as a digital nomad. Here we go. Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I love listening to your podcast. So it's cool to be a guest on it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, I'm so excited to hear what you are going to be sharing with our audience today because as you might have heard, we've been featuring more sellers on the show. And one of the cool things that I have found, so backing up just a little bit, one of the first ideas I had for like a recurring series on the podcast was to feature seller success stories. And I think it's such an important thing to cover because success looks so different for everybody. And there's so many different forms of success. And I think that your success is one that so many people go for, and that is mostly flexibility. So I want you to tell us what is your lifestyle and how has TPT allowed you to have this flexibility? Tell us what you do. Yeah. So my lifestyle, I think it's pretty awesome. I love it. <laughs> um, I live in Costa Rica with my husband and our baby and our toddler now, I guess. And we take like really long traveling vacations and stuff and where he works with me on my um, brand and TPT. So we're able just to work on the go. And so it just allows us so much freedom and flexibility that we wouldn't be able to have with a traditional job. And we also get a lot of visitors because living in Costa Rica, a lot of people want to come see you. So they're like, Hey, we're going to come down for a week, which is awesome. But then when like 10 people tell you that you're like, Oh, that's 10 weeks. I'm not working. And like I'm hosting. So it's cool that we get the flexibility to kind of change our schedule based on every day looks different. So, so how long have you been on TBT? Since 2016, so summer 2016. And how long have you been living the digital nomad lifestyle? When did you start traveling and living different places? Yeah, so it kind of started. So I'm from Georgia originally, and then I moved to San Diego for grad school. And then I worked as a school counselor there for a few years. And it was my dream job. Like I loved it. I was at elementary school. I was at two schools, actually. But really loved it, super happy. But my husband and I were avid travelers already. And we were always trying to go on trips. Like we even went one year to, I remember it was like Labor Day weekend. So I had the Monday off. And we went to Tokyo for literally 66 hours. Because we're like, we can go for like a long week yet. <laughs> but oh obviously, I know it's crazy. He worked at AT&T at the time. So our jobs were traditional. So, I mean, I had the summers off and like the breaks. But other than that, it was pretty limiting on like big vacations that we could take. So we had always wanted to do like some long-term traveling. So we were like, let's quit our jobs and sell everything and go like backpacking around the world before we have kids. Mm-hmm. So, which is funny to say now, because now we travel with our son, but, (laughs) but it's a little different now. So we, uh, yeah, that was fall. We kind of got the idea in 
15 and I had been using TPT, buying stuff, you know, trying to make a few things, but you know, everything was so ugly and I don't know. But then um, we were like, well, you know, we need to have some income. We had some savings, but we're like, we need to have some income, online passive kind of income if we're going to be traveling. So we're like, well, let's try the TPT thing. And then we, it's my story is a little different because I feel like most sellers kind of are doing it, just making stuff for their own classes. And then they're like, oh, wow, this could really become something. But with me, I went into it with the intention of like, this has to be a business. Like we want to make this work because we want to be able to travel. So we went into it like very serious. And I think maybe that's what helped our success is it was never a hobby. We went into it as like a business from day one. And then so fall of 2017 to fall of 2019. So for two years, we just like backpacked all around. We went to, I think I counted before our episode, I think it was 26 countries in two years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so it was amazing. And so we just had our laptops and working on the go. So your husband has been like your partner since day one of your business, essentially. Yes. Yeah. That is so cool. It's really cool to think that your business was built like in so many different places. Right. Right. Yeah. I know I was reflecting on it and there was, I have like a vivid memory of being in a bus in Guatemala and like I remember the clip art I was using, like making this board game on in the middle of this bus, which was just crazy. And the people beside me are probably like, what is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. And fast forward to today where you have a little one. And how long have you been in Costa Rica? Yes. So fall 2019. So I actually got a job opportunity. We wanted to slow down a little bit because as fun as it is, it is also like crazy too. And we had gotten like robbed a couple times and had like some, a few negative experiences too. And we're like, okay, let's like slow down. I wanted like a dishwasher and a washing machine again. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of tired of living out of a backpack. So we decided to kind of settle down. And then I got a job opportunity at an international school here in Costa Rica as a school counselor part-time. So I was like, okay, great. I can still do TPT and do this. So I did that for 2019, 2020 school year. But then, um, you know, we went virtual in the spring, obviously when the pandemic hit and then I was pregnant. So I ended up just not going back. So I had one year there and then had my maternity leave and then I'm just doing full-time TPT, but we're still in Costa Rica. That's amazing. How old is your son now? He's almost two. He'll be two in June. So what does a typical day look like then? I know. So I saw this question and I literally laughed because my husband is always like, we have no typical days because like I said, we're either, we do host a lot too, because we have like friends and family come down, which I love hosting. It's so fun. And I could be like, oh, people are coming. I'll give them some recommendations for what to do in the area. And I'm going to stay home and work. But instead I'm like, let's all go to this waterfall or let's all go to the beach. So I kind of work. It's like probably unhealthy. There's not a lot of balance. It's kind of like a bender lifestyle. So I'll take like a week off where I just completely unplug and don't do anything. But then I'll do a week of like working a lot to kind of prepare for those weeks. So I do a lot of scheduling. So I'm very organized, like an air table and I use smarter queue. I schedule all of my Instagram, batch all of my emails, batch all of my podcasts, batch all of my blog posts. Cause I just have to, to know that it's all taken care of. So then I can have that like chill time. 
And then we, some months we do like crazy things like big trips. So here in Costa Rica in October, it's super rainy season. So it like rains every day. And I'm like, well, I have a toddler who like loves the beach. So we can't be inside our condo. <laughs> so we, um, we're like, let's do a big trip. So we actually went to Africa this past October. Yeah, which was amazing. But that required, you know, like a lot of preparation. But we did work while we were there as well, mm-hmm. a little bit. What part of Africa did you go to? We went to South Africa and Namibia. Wow. Oh my gosh. I was going to say like with a typical day, like that's kind of the beauty of the lifestyle is that you don't have to have a daily schedule that you stick to every single day. And also what would be the point of like living in such an amazing place if you don't take advantage of seeing it all? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some difficult days. We do have, I would say like, it's probably 50, 50, I guess like two weeks out of the month. So for example, last week we had friends in town and this week's like a normal week. So that's why I was like, oh, I can schedule our podcast for this week because I know I'll be home. (laughs) So we do have a nanny, fortunately, who watches after our son. So on the day she comes, I probably work like from 9.30 to like 3.30, I would say, Monday through Thursday. Now, is your husband still involved in the business? Yes. Well, he, his tagline is that he's a retired surfer, but he does a few things. (laughs) I love that. So I love hearing about this because it's just, it's such an amazing way to show other people what is possible because truly, if you want to do something and there's ways to make it happen, Mm -hmm. is there any drawback to living this lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, sometimes well, for the actual traveling part, things like time change and inconsistent Wi-Fi were very mm-hmm. frustrating. So, for example, in Africa, so I have a membership and I do calls with my members, but the time change was so crazy. I was like up at 1 a.m. to do our Zoom call or whatever. So that wasn't really sustainable. I mean, I knew it was a short, you know, it was like a month. So I'm like, okay, and we have two calls a month. So I'm like, I can do mm-hmm. this twice. But so things like that, everything just requires a lot more planning. And then when we were backpacking and then in like crazy places, more remote destinations, inconsistent Wi-Fi was really frustrating because I was doing a podcast with interviews at that time. So that was stressful. Do you have any tips for working where the Wi-Fi is spotty? Like, did you find any good hacks or like tools or tips that helped you? No, we, I mean, we bought like those little like booster things before and mm-hmm. stuff. And I feel like it kind of works, but no, not really. <laughs> I wish I had something to share with people. <laughs> it's just, you know, I mean, I feel like that's a problem people face anywhere, really, you know, if like, mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi goes down, it's amazing how much we rely on that for our business. But like you said, with the planning in advance, you were probably, did you find you were able to kind of prepare yourself for the possibility of no internet and make sure you have like enough offline projects to work on as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I think it just, yeah, I encourage anyone who's interested in that traveling or living somewhere else lifestyle to try it, but you do, I do think being prepared and playing in advance is like a quality you have to have. Okay. TPT sellers, quick note for all of my friends out there who love to geek out over their TPT business with other sellers. I would love to personally invite you to join School of Sellers Ignite, a work club that is open to any and all TPT sellers. Ignite is the first membership of its kind designed to not only deliver monthly challenges with prizes, but also provide space and resources to work alongside other sellers. One of our main goals is to give you the community and accountability that's missing from your business life. 
We will have power hour work sessions, prizes for challenges, and so much more. Join today at schoolofsellers.com ignite. Have you found that by being able to travel all of these places that it has impacted the types of products you make at all? Not at all. So I love this question. It's actually the opposite. So I fear that I'm so unrelatable to my ideal customer. And so I try to just talk about my experiences as a counselor, you know, when I was working at the school, because that's where they're at right now. I've actually struggled with my Instagram and stuff on showing like too much of my personal life because I feel like it doesn't mesh up. Like they're like, okay, that's cool. You're, you know, in Bali, but I'm in the cafeteria, like dealing with this kid right now. So it doesn't really make me likable. I mean, I'm transparent. They know that I'm not in a school and that I live in Costa Rica mm-hmm. and I talk about that, but they do. I do just try to meet them where they're at and their challenges and their struggles. So I don't really talk about it that much. Um, and as far as my resources, no, I mean, no, it doesn't really get reflected there. I have one like guided meditation resource. That's like a travel thing, but that's about it. <laughs> Cause you still, you market predominantly to us teachers, right? Like that's still yeah. your, your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, I feel like that could be a whole episode in and of itself is that battle of being relatable when you're not, and you're not your ideal customer anymore. Like you're not doing, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel that way being out of the classroom. I know a lot of other sellers do, but I think, I, I think what you described is the perfect balance. Like you're honest with them. They know that you're not currently counseling, but at the same time, you're not like flashing your lifestyle all over the place when right. th- it, there's definitely a balance. And I think that's something you kind of have to just feel out and figure out what works best for your audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I do want to mention that when we started the traveling, it's not like our TPT was like blew up from day one. Like it was definitely like a grind and a struggle. And I feel like now we're in a good place where we're both, you know, working on it full time financially, but we were, it was like budget backpacking and we were definitely growing the business as we were traveling. So it's not like we were staying in these luxury hotels or something (laughs) from day one. (laughs) Well, and I think that's so important to call out because I I think that a lot of times when we hear about like these success stories, it's people who had success on TPT first, and then were able to do this, this, and this because so it's it's really cool to hear about how you were able to start and grow your business while you mm-hmm. were doing this. Like if that is possible, that opens up so many options for people who mm-hmm. might want to do the same. And it was definitely risky, but we just thought in the back of our minds, like worst case scenario, we could just go back to the States and then apply for a job again, you know, just kind of start over. Like, obviously we would kind of lose some our years or whatever, but we're like worst case scenario, we get to travel for a couple of years and then we go back to doing what we're doing. But fortunately the business continued to grow and it worked out. So we're still at a year. <laughs> That's so awesome. So I want to hear more about where you have traveled. Do you have, I know you've gone a lot of places, but do you think you could pick out your favorite place and least favorite place? Yes. So I saw this question and it is so hard. Favorite place. I have a tie between the Galapagos and Guatemala. So my husband and I both love to like scuba dive and snorkel and stuff. So Galapagos was just amazing for that. We were, I think in the ocean, like more than we were out of it. It was crazy. And there were just animals everywhere because I don't know. It's just kind of in the middle of nowhere and not a lot of like humans are there. And so much of it is protected space. So it made me think like, what if, I don't know, like what the world was like before there were so many people. I was like, I think there were animals everywhere. Like, it's crazy. You would just go to a beach (laughs) and there would be like 
hundreds of sea lions. So that was awesome. If you're into like, you know, scuba diving and stuff. And then Guatemala was amazing. It was actually our, one of the first countries we went to, I think our third one. And we lived with a host family because we wanted to learn Spanish. And so we were taking like Spanish lessons and living with this host mom and her kids. So we were just like super immersed in the culture and we kept extending our trip. Like I remember the first day we walked in and it was like a pretty bare bones living situation. And I was like, I don't know how long I can do this, but then we like kept extending and kept extending and kept extending. It was great. So, and we went to, we kind of went all over the country to a lot of different parts and saw the variety, like volcanoes, oceans, jungle, everything. And then my least favorite, (laughs) so I felt bad because I'm like, everywhere has redeeming qualities. But I do have to say my least favorite place is Cambodia. So I love Southeast Asia. It's that like region is one of my all-time favorites for sure. But like definitely love it, love it. But Cambodia I've been to twice. So I feel like I can say that I don't like it because I have tried it twice. And we have a friend that lives there too. So I even got like the inside, you know, view of it, Mm -hmm. but just not my cup of tea. Just, I don't know. I didn't love it. That's fair. I mean, yeah. you're not going to love every single place you ever go. Yeah. Oh, the Galapagos though. That is like a dream trip. Yeah. It was amazing. Gosh. So where do you see yourself going from here? Like, do you see yourself returning? Will you guys return to the U S anytime soon? I mean, well, for I like to live or what do you right. So we originally, when we had our son, so he was born in Costa Rica, so he's dual citizen. And then we decided we wanted to live half the year in the U.S., half the year in Costa Rica. That was like my dream. So we did go back for six months after he was born. So we were in San Diego from August to February of last year. And it was great. And then we came back and then we were supposed to end our six months here. And we're like, nah. So we like signed another two year lease. I think eventually if we, I would like to own something in both places, but right now we're renting. So it is challenging to, it's just so much moving. And with a baby, you just get so much more stuff. So I think maybe one day, and people ask me all the time for like school age, you know, I mean, we have some great schools here, obviously I worked at one. So I would consider school in Costa Rica, but maybe school in the U.S. I don't know that like half and half things, obviously unrealistic if you're trying to do a full school year. That's somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, there's probably options though for people that are in your exact situation. Right. That's a a virtual thing or, oh, that'll be interesting to see what you guys end up doing. That's so cool for your son to grow up in another place and also be able to come back to the United States and see mm-hmm. family. And oh, that is so neat. And yeah. My family's in Georgia and the flight is only like three hours. It's honestly closer than when we lived in California. So they come down a lot. We go back a lot. So fortunately we're not missing out on like a lot of family and friends time. We still get to make it back for like important you know occasions and everything. That's amazing. So is there anything, I mean, it sounds like you're able to come home when needed. Is there anything you miss about the U.S. that you can't get when you're in Costa Rica? Yes. So great question. Uh, Trader Joe's for sure. So my, (laughs) my sister just got back. She just left yesterday. She was here for the weekend and she brought me down like a whole suitcase full of like peanut butter and maple syrup. Cause there are things we can get here, but they're like, you only have like one option and it's not usually like the healthiest option and it's really overpriced. So stuff like that, the fruits that are native to Costa Rica are like excellent. 
pineapple mango stuff like that but getting berries it's like six dollars for this many blueberries and then like half of them are moldy like stuff like that yeah so stuff that's imported you know is usually like a lot more expensive and harder to get so I think yeah Trader Joe's for sure and then types of food like really good Asian food and stuff in California we had great Asian food that's hard to find here so that makes sense. Well, it's funny. You're the second international seller to say Trader Joe's. Was the thing oh, really? I, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's so great. It's so great. It's so every really time great. I go back, I try to go. And it's just, especially my son now, he eats so much. And I feel like they have convenient, healthier options for kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I have to just meal prep everything. I spend like all Saturday just cooking stuff. <laughs> That's so true. And Trader Joe's has very reasonable prices for the the amount of healthy stuff that they offer. So I can totally see how that would be (laughs) the thing that you miss. I love that. Well, we're going to wrap up with a couple just for fun questions. And the first one is food related. So a nice little segue. If you had to eat the same meal for a year for every meal, what would your meals look like? Breakfast, lunch and dinner, what would you eat? Okay. This one was hard. This was so hard because I feel like too much of a good thing is too much. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm so get sick of it. But I think for breakfast, I love like an acai bowl. So I would do that. Top of like granola and fruit, shredded coconut. And then for lunch, probably ceviche. So that is something we have that's like excellent in Costa Rica. So love like good fish ceviche. Fresh, not too heavy for lunch. <laughs> And then for dinner, I think tacos because Mexican food is just the best. So we almost moved to Mexico instead of Costa Rica. That was like our first choice. But then we ended up switching to Costa Rica for like a few reasons. And I'm glad we did. But except the food, the Mexico food, like blows the Costa Rica food out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite type of taco or just any tacos? Oh, any tacos. Yeah. I mean, super traditional, like the street tacos that are small, mm-hmm. you know, you get like three of them, like carnitas or carne asada, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. My tacos are always, always a good option. Yes. Okay. This is, this is my, one of my favorite questions. If you could give the, you know, like that little worm that pops up on the TPT trouble screen. Yes. Um, if you could give him or her name, what would the worms, what should the worm's name be? It doesn't have a name. Okay. I struggled with this because <laughs> I like I have all your questions. I'm like, this is so hard. I know exactly what it looks like. I'm picturing him now. And I should have named it something like frustrating, but um, I just said squishy. I like, you know what, maybe we need like a cute little name like that. So we don't get as frustrated when we see it. <laughs> right. I know. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That might be it. That would be a fun question for TBT to pose mm-hmm. to the general community. And just yeah. decide on a name for him since we see him pretty often. And I like that. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a male, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking so too. Oh gosh. Thank you, Rachel. This is so awesome that you were able to take the time to sit down and tell us about life in Costa Rica and just your travels in general. It's the coolest lifestyle. So thank you for sharing. No, thank you. Yeah, I love it. If there's anyone has any questions they can ask, I like like to encourage people to get out of their comfort zone. They come visit me in Costa Rica. <laughs> what? Where can we find you on Instagram? Is that the yes. best way to contact or? We yeah, Instagram is easy. In the group, but yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Bright Futures Counseling. All right. So you can find Rachel, Bright Futures Counseling. If you have questions about life, 
all over the world as a TPT seller. And I'm sure you will be getting questions because this is fascinating. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was really fun chatting with you. 